0: Hello everyone, welcome back to the podcast. How are you doing? It has been such a long time since I've sat here and done a podcast which feels terrible. I have taken two weeks off the last couple weeks because I've been on annual leave in my PhD and with work and I really just needed a break from absolutely everything work-related and um, Unfortunately that did include the podcast but I took a very much needed break and we kind of just i didn't really go anywhere we just kind of chilled and it was really nice just to not have any things kind of looming over my head I did have a couple things that were unavoidable but uh, mostly things were pretty much minimal which was really really good I mean I've not had a break for over a year so it was really really needed and yes I feel very well rested now and ready to get back to work as well as the podcast and coming up with some fun ideas for you guys as well as maybe some guests so we'll see what happens with that maybe a couple things in the works but uh, yes we, we can get into that Uh, at a later date but really today we're going to be talking about something pretty interesting and you know one that I do uh, like and I think is really really important. So what on earth is that? Uh, Obesity and whether or not it's in our genes so are we built to be a certain size or are we not? Are we all meant to be the same size or what's the difference? What is happening there? It's a really important one because of course the obesity epidemic is ever growing. Around 52% of the global population are now considered overweight or obese from the most recent statistics. So... It is quite severe now and it is something that needs to be drastically dealt with but do we fully understand what obesity is and how it is functioning within our society? I don't know, I don't know if we do, it's a very very complex condition even though it doesn't seem to be and it's one that is impacted by a bunch of different factors and I mean everything you could think of is impacted by obesity massively interlinked with health inequality, social economic status as well as a bunch of other personal and environmental factors it is absolutely insane how complex obesity actually is and people really think it's very very simple that people just can't stop eating and that is definitely not the case and I would like to stress that because that is not true but this is kind of it's not a new element it has been around for quite a long time the study of genes in obesity but really it's a very new and not well understood situation and one that there has been some research quite recently about that I'm going to be talking about today as well as some previous research but mainly we are in the kind of initial stages of understanding genes and obesity in, in any type of you know way that we can then con- uh, turn that into something that can be used but I do want to be careful with uh, the conversation around genes and our biology because really our genes and our genetic components that we uh, have are very much uh, not hugely impactful in the wider scheme of things so really what I mean by this around 80 to 90 percent of our um, factors of disease risk or obesity or well maybe not but all of these different factors are influenced by our lifestyle and maybe 10 to 20 to 30 percent is influenced by our genes and that kind of goes for every condition and also genetic risk factors really only matter for your parents and your siblings so very close relatives that maybe developed a condition before the age of 55 so that's something that's really important to note because a lot of times people think that if their parents or their brothers or their sisters or wherever very close family or even grandparents people think that if they developed you know a condition at any point then it's genetic and that's not true a real genetic risk factor is if your parent say developed diabetes when they were 13, you know or any age before 55. that's when we are talking about genetic risk factors. and it, this goes for cancer, this goes for everything and really it's your grandparents do count in the in genetics but particularly specific to parents and siblings and very immediate family. but particularly it's not the massive beyond end also people that have genetics genetic risk factors in their families. Uh, so you know developed a condition before the age of 55 uh, they are around 10 to 20 percent of their variability in actually developing the disease but that of course is and can be catastrophized by your lifestyle so say if you have I don't know your dad developed heart disease when he was 40 that would be a risk factor for you and if your lifestyle is high in sugar high in salt high in inflammatory foods lack of exercise if you're overweight then that is exacerbating that genetic risk factor but say if you are very fit very active have a low salt and fat diet as well as look after yourself you are massively reducing the risk factors of developing that condition so a lot of people think that it's kind of a bit of a death sentence having a parent that has some kind of condition and that's totally not true so I would like to stress that as well. And sometimes people see their genes as a bit of a, well, I can't do anything about it. And again, that's a really negative space to be in as well because we don't want people to have a lack of control over their own health or think that they're destined to develop a disease because their parents had that. But now that's out of the way, let's talk a little bit about the research that we have on um, recently. So this is this was done on the 2nd of August, actually. Well, published on the 2nd of August. Um, about obesity in our genes so how our body kind of stores fat and regulates appetite is all around our genes so it's individual to you and it determines of course our weight and body size and as well as environmental factors and lifestyle factors as well but specific to you your genes have a specific role in how you feel hungry your appetite and how you store fat, as well as um, possibly your body size. So you as an individual, you have genes that determine all of these things. So you might be someone who has a low appetite or a high appetite or, well, you know, likes to eat a lot of food, doesn't like to eat a lot of food, likes to eat at different times, doesn't like to have big meals. All these things are developed through your uh, genetic behaviours. And over time, throughout your life, you have created these habits. And obviously... Uh, habits can be very different to genetics and we have to be careful with that as well that we just put things down to genetics and might not be like that but specifically genetic components do play a role in these things and we know that to be true. So this specific study that I'm talking about today looked at age and sex for uh, genetic risk factors associated with um, obesity so they looked at several genes that are linked to obesity there's there's quite a bit of animal research on this There's a little very famous study that's called the um, obese mouse that's so called the OB gene and they looked at leptin and it's it very complex but they looked at rats and one was really overweight and one wasn't And they they were trying to figure out the difference between these two rats and all of that. So this comes from a a wide range of literature uh, on animals. So I would like to stress that as well. But this is more developing into human studies, which is, of course, what's most important. So this looked specifically at cell genomics and genes and these seven genes that are associated with obesity. So they looked at specifically, so the methods of the study they looked at a huge variety um, of different genes for this study, as well as disease pathogenesis, which is really important. But they looked specifically in an exome, I think that's how you say it, which is coding for a part of protein that, um, well, a part of a genome that looks at protein of 400,000, a little over 400,000 participants, so adults within the UK. And this came from the bio a study that was done a massive study that was done that has the data has been used for multiple different reasons which has been fantastic for research but that's a huge study as well I've talked about it before in the podcast so they looked specifically at variants and mutations in genes that are associated with body mass index so BMI so they obviously found out these people's BMI with weight and height And they had this BMI associated with the specific genes and seen if there was a correlation between these 400,000 people and their BMI and specific genes. They looked specifically, to begin with, with men and women. And we'll talk about that a little bit first. So they actually found that there was five genes that influenced women, the BMI of women and only two genes that influenced men, so the BMI of men. So it seems that women have a little bit of a harder time when it comes to BMI and uh, weight gain, which I think we are quite aware of in society. Um, But that is interesting to know. Uh, So if there was faulty variants within specific genes... So for the purpose of this I'm going to talk about the capital letters of these genes so there's a couple different ones that starts with a D, a P and an S, they're very long I do not want to bore you with that. So these are three genes that specifically impacted women and not men that were linked to BMI and Uh, this was even up to 8 kilograms per meter squared more, but had absolutely no effect on men, which is very interesting. So over 80% of women with the D and S gene had obesity, and that's massive statistics. So majority of people, it seems from this study, with these two genes, variants are um, obese, which is insane, which is an insane finding. So the D gene that they looked at, particularly looked at, those women had higher testosterone as well as a higher waist to hip ratio which is associated with diseases like heart disease type 2 diabetes you know the works and the s gene was more associated with type 2 diabetes so these genes obviously have a lot of different functions within the body that is associated with obesity specifically and obesity related conditions so not great for the women that have these genes Then they looked at age, so they looked at what happened when they looked at the specific variants and mutations associated with age. So this was kind of childhood related to adulthoods. And they looked at childhood body size and adulthood body size. So two genes, the O and M genes for this, we're going to say. Uh, the M gene had a association with smaller body size as well as no associations with adulthood obesity. And the O gene had a risk of uh, more weight in a ch- in childhood and therefore more risk of obesity in adulthood. So again there are genes that are influencing obesity all throughout the life course which is a really important thing to understand because if we are subjecting people to lifestyle changes that do not associate with their personalized genome or personalized nutritional approach then we might not be seeing results that we we could expect from those types of approaches so it's really important to understand that With some, weight loss is a little bit more complex, specifically based on these genes. But this type of study really helps us understand obesity pathogenesis which is really really important and how obesity works and functions within our biology as well as how it influences society and hopefully this type of research which is in very much its initial stages will help with the reduction of obesity over time as well as understanding how we can most effectively reduce obesity within populations you can get your any your NHS you can get your genes tested Um with the nhs it is unclear whether they'll specifically test for these genes associated with obesity but you do have to be referred by a doctor so i don't think there is and there's probably many tests you can do that you can pay a lot of money for for this and really what will it come from what will the outcome be if you know that you have these specific variants within our genes i don't know but i think if research expands in this area and we can learn more about these genes and how they are actually influencing obesity in a practical way, so how can we then reverse the uh, implications of these genes and the implications on people? That's what's really interesting to understand now as to how we can actually practically use this information to help reduce obesity but it is something that is super super interested and to be honest I think it's important to acknowledge that obesity is not just a lifestyle choice or a lifestyle behavior or completely down to poor diet and lack of exercise it is definitely not it's actually very complicated and problematic stigma that's been associated with obesity which is something we do need to work on as a society in reducing that stigma around obesity because it's resulting in fat phobia and a lot of different other issues that is another way to kind of diminish and reduce people which we should not be doing especially when obesity is so massively complex and our environment is so obesity inducing. So a little reminder that genes can play a role in obesity and overweight and specifically to not be blame self-control as the reasoning for obesity because that is not nearly the whole picture by any means but hopefully this will come out on top and we will learn a little bit more about genes and obesity over time hopefully this will kind of bring around more funding and more opportunities for scientists to learn more about genes and obesity and then utilize that in future for practical applications in it. We will see but it is definitely a very interesting start to this literature and to this research and I really hope it continues on so we can reduce that stigma but also get to the bottom of the obesity crisis. But apart from that I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. I really hope you uh, found this topic interesting. Usually these types of ones do quite well. If you have any uh, ideas for the podcast that you'd like to let me know please do give me a message on anything you have me on all the links are in the description if you would like to follow me on instagram or tiktok or give me an email or book a session everything that you need is below for that thank you so much for listening remember to like share and comment and i will see you all next week bye